You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings, beloved. It is great to be with you again. Welcome to another episode of Doctrine and Duty, plugging along in this never-seemingly-ending series on the theology of worship. The Word of God reminds us, encourages us, let us consider how to stir up one another to loving good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Let me take just a moment to encourage you. Find a local Bible preaching and teaching church and plug in. Get involved. Join the church. Join up. Serve King Jesus. There is great joy. There is peace. There is completion. There is hope. There is assurance. There is fulfillment in corporate worship and service in the local church. Well, today I want to share with you about the who regarding corporate worship. We've covered a lot. I've covered a lot of material over the last four episodes. So the who, the gathering, the assembly, the saved, the redeemed, the regenerate, the Christ followers, the Christians, the baptized believers, the body of Christ, the family of God, the church, also known as the Greek is ekklesia, the called out ones. Let me read to you um, from... One of our sources slash resources, Corporate Worship, How the Church Gathers as God's People, written by Matt Merker. Now, this is in the foreword by Ligon Duncan, and he writes this. If we think of ourselves as consumers, we will view ourselves as the audience and the preacher and others assisting in leading the service as performers, there to inspire and entertain us. Rather than understanding that God is the audience and we are beggars, rebels, and enemies who've been made heirs, friends, and children of God through the Father's love, through the Son's obedience, death, and resurrection, and through the Spirit's new birth, and that we have come now by His grace to give something to God that He alone deserves and that we can give only through Jesus Christ to Him in order that we might be what He made us to be worshipers, and enjoy what He made us to enjoy, the greatest, deepest, best treasure in all the world, the triune God Himself in communion with Him. Folks, I just want to pray right now that God would challenge you, and if you have a a hard heart about being in a local church, that God would just soften your heart. We don't need to have cold hearts, hard hearts. We need to have hearts filled with joy and love for King Jesus. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I I don't know the, the experience of those who are listening. Some may have had a terrible church experience. There might be pastors who've been hurt by churches. There might be churches who've been hurt by pastors, and there might be churches hurt by church members. Lord, would you bring healing and restoration and reconciliation? God, would you do what only you can do? Only you can restore broken relationships. Only you can save broken hearts. Only you can restore the fellowship of the local church. And Lord, I pray that you would do that. 
Encourage your people this day to be your people. In the book by Matt Merker I just referenced earlier, there is this paragraph as far as the who of corporate worship. Just as the sight of his bride makes a groom's heart swell with love, church members should overflow with affection for one another when they behold the assembly. Now, this is very touching for me. I'm going to try to wrap this up real quick. I remember my wedding ceremony, and I remember seeing my bride, my wife, Christy, coming down the aisle. I, I was an emotional basket case. My knees were shaking and trying to lock up on me, which would have meant that I would have passed out if that had happened, and that would have been really bad. <clears throat> I, I remember being able to see her, but barely, because I had spit and saliva and tears and snot flying everywhere. But I remember the joy as my heart swelled with love as I saw her. It says, church members in this similar way should overflow with affection for one another when they behold the assembly. From my perspective as a pastor at the front of the church, at the, behind the pulpit, I love to see the people of God gathered as the people of God. This is the people, writes the author. This is the people whom Jesus bought with his own blood. This is the people who have committed to care for me, put up with my faults, and point me to Christ again and again. It is our job. It is our duty. It is our delight to worship God corporately at the local church. Folks, I love you. I want God's best for you. May God be glorified. May you be encouraged. May the church be edified. And may we all go to church and be the church for the glory of God. Hey, I love you. Have a super week. Tune in to our podcast ministry, Dr. Judy. ABCH.org is our website. Come to our church and visit us. Come to Virginia. Love to see you. If you're from somewhere else, take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.